Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Well, I mean, there's only one thing everybody's talking about this week. Um, Finally, the results came in after months, years of wondering who's going to win. We finally found out. And this week, Johnny Depp lost. So that's... (laughs) No, I mean, obviously... I mean, I think... Another another wife beating Yank. (laughs) God, please don't have us in court. Allegedly, allegedly. (laughs) Um, We don't have the money to pay for this. I object. But I mean, I think when people want to hear political commentary, I think they tend to go to the BBC or places like CNN. CNN. I said CNN. I said CNA, the shop, (laughs) which doesn't even exist. And also that is showing your age, old man. CNA. (laughs) That that closed down about a decade ago. But you know what, Sam Dowler? I think it's time that people started thinking of... United Queendom is a place to go for their political commentary. I completely agree. I mean, I did. I have spent this week about oh, I would, I would say in excess of about twelve hours a day watching CNN. Well, I did hear that you like a big, huge, throbbing election, so I was expecting I you to be quite into this. I did, yes. And the more, the more votes, the merrier. Uh, no, that doesn't work. Your ballot box is often quite full, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a big empty box ready to be filled. Um, so, so it was, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a trying week, I have to say. It did it lasted a long old time, but um, that was uh, a momentous day yesterday. So, and I'm not talking about Kylie, in, Infinite Kylie. I mean, Kylie, <laughs> Infinite Disco. So that was, just a che- that was just a sparkly cherry on a very large cake. So we're obviously talking about the American presidential campaign. And it's been, I mean, really, we've kind of been talking about it ever since Trump won the last election because mm. people mm-hmm. were so unhappy. Oh, well, many mm. people were so unhappy about the result. Obviously, a lot of people were happy with the result. Probably people we don't really come into contact with. Obviously, it's in America. But I do think that America sets the tone for the world, doesn't it? Um, well, the thing is, um, as well, is that, um, it has, I mean, it all, is all very serious. And like, and I, I did shed a tear yesterday, but I mean, it is been I did. comedy. It's been comedy value, I have to say. I mean, how many times does Donald Trump have to declare that he's won before he realises that he, he really, you haven't, you haven't. <laughs> well, I mean, we kind of could see this coming because it wasn't completely out of the blue. Obviously, Biden was predicted to win. And then a lot of Trump was already sowing seeds of doubt that he, if he mm. was not going to win, he was going to question the result. But it's still the way it happened in such childish, manic, chaotic mm. fashion. I mean, that's mm. what we should come to expect from Donald Trump after four years. Mm. But for some mm. reason, it seemed like he even outdid himself in terms of being absolutely when he came, ridiculous. When he came on, when he, when he came on and did um, did that maniacal speech about how it was all lies. And, and basically China. how they should, they should they should stop the count unless it's unless the numbers are going up for him and it was I mean it is just outrageous and then I they cut back to um because a lot because that rant they did I think it was Thursday night a lot of the networks um cut away from it because um obviously it was all rubbish um but I watched the whole thing and it went back to um it went back to the studio um 
with the three anchors and this this woman, I can't remember her name. She I don't was, think it's fair to call them wankers, but yes, they were. <laughs> I said anchors. Um, but they, uh, like, she looked like she was going to cry, basically. She just couldn't, she couldn't, they couldn't believe what they'd just seen. And it is, it is completely outrageous. And he's still going. And then, and then to add to the comedy, do you see what happened with Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> Who's that? Am I stupid? Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani is that uh, he's the ex, um, He's, he, he was the mayor of New York City when 9-11 happened, so everybody oh, loved Oh, I knew there, that, Sam. Now... I was testing you, and you passed. Well done. <laughs> you passed. <laughs> well, now he, he, le- he leads in his crazy fashion. He leads Trump's um, legal team. And, they, um, and Trump announced they were going to do a big, um, a big speech at the, at the Four Seasons in Philadelphia, and somebody fucked it up, and they ended up at the Four Seasons um, landscaping garage, like right outside of the city. And, it, and it's all like set where up. Like you get your pubes di- trimmed. Yeah, and they're doing it in like a um, they're doing it in like a in like a car park, and they just went ahead with it anyway. It was mortifying. I mean, you couldn't make this stuff up. But let's first just recap the whole roller coaster of the week. So we were entering into the votes, and this year yeah. is unlike any other year because there were a lot of postal votes in America. Usually, it's overwhelmingly well. There were more. In-person. It was more postal votes than it was in-person votes. Oh, was it? In in the end, do you know what the percentage was? Yeah, in the was, end, they did it? about. Yeah, I do. It was about um, they it was about one hundred and two million. Um, postal, postal, postal votes, and like about 60. forty, about forty, about forty million. And non, I mean, about fifty or sixty. Yeah, you're right. So the reason this is significant is because people say that generally uh, Democrats tend to be more likely to um, vote less likely to vote in person than Republicans. So a lot of times young people are left-leaning, but they have lower voting numbers, whereas older people they think are more right-leaning and they tend to actually go out and do their vote. So this year, because of Mm. COVID, they were massively encouraging people to do postal votes, which they think was a huge boost for the Democrats. However, this meant that the votes was, we were going to get the results a bit slower because there was a lot more counting to be done later. And and later because they they count the in-person vote first so you know i remember yeah. you and i were te- you and i were texting ed when um at the beginning like right when they started counting on the night and it looked doom and gloom it looked like trump had won again and it was like and and because obviously all the ma- all the in-person ones were mainly exactly um, yes were mainly for trump so therefore and, and that's why he called it on the evening and said i've won <laughs> i've won even though there was like you know maybe 20 percent left to go but he had massive margins where he was winning but it was just that they were counting Pretty much, it was like eighty percent of all the ones that they were counting at the end were all for Biden. So we just kept creeping up and up and up and up and up and up and up. And we went to bed. That I said we went to bed like we were in the same bed, but we went to <laughs> sleep texting. And I think I said something to you like, "I don't think there's. I think we just have to accept the doom. I don't think there's any use hoping anymore." And you were like, "Oh, very, <laughs> very cheery." <laughs> Before bed, what a what a lovely note to go to bed to. <laughs> But so we went, <laughs> need to start saying we went to bed. So that We night, didn't we, go to bed. Trump had uh. announced he'd won. A few of the states that they were hoping to flip early on had not gone to Biden. We woke up the next day separately and um, <laughs> it looked like it was, it was a knife edge for a couple of days. And then it was later mm. in the week that the votes started coming in and Biden started to overtake. And then it, this is when Trump started to question the result because it seemed like inevitable he was going to lose. He, because he, was, cause he kept saying... <laughs> He kept saying, oh, I had this massive lead. And then miraculously, miraculously, it started ebbing awareness. Not miraculously. You know why. Everybody knows why. And all of a sudden, all these other legal votes started to not be for me. It just doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Just the, the, The whole thing is just really... 
embarrassing and um he and the thing is as well is that now he has lost um apparently my sources tell me that Deutsche Bank has called in its loans and I know that New York State is looking to indict him so I mean he has got and and, and I read today as well that um uh, I mean obviously I don't know if this is conspiracy but um Melania is like she's she's out babes <laughs> oh yeah I heard that like she's she was waiting for him to not be in power and then she's gonna I mean, she could make a lot of money. I mean, she could take a lot of his money and then she could do her book. She could be on Celebrity Coach Trip. She, I mean, will, be, she, she will be, she'll have, um, you know, non-disclosures up the wazoo. Unless she wants to up the wazoo, she's going to shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, she's had worse things up the wazoo. She's been married to him for that long. His little what's-it <laughs> yeah. penis. Uh, one, of his, one of his weird little fingers. Well, what I have to say about the whole thing is this, and I think it's... I think in a way it's quite fitting because I remember years ago when Trump was uh, became the Republican candidate, everyone treated it as a joke. No one took it seriously. Everyone thought it was becoming a farce. And then as he got into power and became more powerful, the joke got less and less funny. And then we've had a lot of dark moments, a lot of scary mm. moments as we've watched the most powerful country in the world uh, head into a very worrying direction. And I think it's very mm. fitting now that he once again, is a complete joke. Because now everyone's laughing at him. He's acting like a baby. He's showing no grace, no maturity, not following any of the normal, like, how to be a man, how to be an adult about this whole thing. Everyone's laughing at him. And I'm like, you know what? It's come full circle. You started as a joke and you ended as a joke. And you've lost... I mean, for people like us, he never had a legacy anyway. But to the people who supported him, he actually did stand for something. We can disagree with it, but he was going to... They were going to say, oh, he helped the economy. He did this for us. He did that. I think what... Whatever legacy he has left, he's left in absolute Mm. tatters by being such an absolutely Mm. ridiculous... I know. I mean, he's like you said. He he started as a joke and ended as a joke and had like a load of fucking mess in the middle. Sounds like our podcast, really. But I think um, (laughs) I think we call it United Trumpdom. Is that going to (laughs) be? I know, but I agree with you. He's like, uh, but the thing is, of course, he's going to do that. I mean, like he does. He does. I mean, at the end of the day, he had seventy million people voted for him. So it's to do. It's you're going to have to start doing something with those people. And that is like a bit of a cult. And they will follow him off the, off the edge of a cliff. I mean, Good. You know, they've, no, pro- they've, pro- they've proven that already by going to rallies when they've been told not to because of COVID. And they're like, the Lord Jesus will save me. And obviously <laughs> it, tur- and it turned out that um, he didn't save them. So um, I just think, um, yeah, I agree with you. So like, I mean, it is this, I mean, I know you, People say that he did some good things, et cetera, et cetera. And, like, and his actions now will mar his presidency. What will happen is they, all the shitty stuff that he's done, once the dust has settled, that'll all still be there and you'll just be able to punctuate his, the last four years with one horror show after the other and he will go down in history as a, the, the despot that nearly brought America to its knees well said and I think but then I don't know whether I'm naive but I thought the same as you that obviously this doesn't mean that America's not divided and there's still a lot of people supported him and there's hard times ahead but then I stayed up last night to watch uh, Joe Biden's speech and obviously Kamala Harris am I saying that right? Yeah, Kamala Kamala Harris and I was Kamala, a bit drunk, Kamala, 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 Kamala face <laughs> I was left in um, I was left in tears because the way he spoke and what he said just made me have hope that, I mean, not just about America, obviously, but the whole world is so divided right now. And I just thought yep, I what agree. he was saying just felt so like it gave me hope that we can all unite and stop arguing and mm. learn to disagree with people without it being violent and without it being hatred. And I just thought all those people who voted for Trump 
I listened to Joe Biden's speech and thought, if anyone maybe can convince them to level mm-hmm. out and come a bit more in the middle and be a bit more yeah. rational again. And that's counts for both sides because everyone's getting a bit... There's a lot of extremists on both sides these days. And I think yeah. Joe Biden seems like that type of genuine man. And I know a lot of Americans are, are not happy with uh, some of his stance. You probably know more about this than me, Sam, because you know more about it. What are the main issues people do have with Joe Biden? Um, oh, they keep saying he's a socialist, but because basically the problems that they have with Joe Biden is he's what old. Trump has, you know, the, what Trump has told them to worry about. They, he said he's a socialist. They, t- Trump has said that he's going to take away your guns. The same as with Hillary, even though he's never said that. No, because um, I know and... a lot of Democrats, like proper Democrats, are also saying stuff like Joe Biden's not ideal, but obviously we want him over Trump. I think there were some issues like apparently he's been accused of lying a lot about nine eleven. He he claimed to have predicted it which a lot of people dispute uh, and then people no, say he's no, old no, and Trump, senile no, Trump, Trump claimed he predicted it in oh, one of his books Trump well yeah Trump did as well but I think Joe Biden also I, I read some interviews and he said that he'd uh, predicted it the day before I think what's going to happen I mean like he is I mean he turns 78 this week I mean that is I mean that's old that's by creeping standard. up to Sam Dowler age at that point yes, I know he's nearly Sam Dowler age <laughs> but he um, couple more give, give him another decade uh, and and a few more, and a few more liver spots, uh, and and liver cirrhosis, and then they'll get to Sam Dula. Um But, <laughs> but um, what I would what I would say is that like I think I think he will go a year, two years, and then I think Kamala will take over. Yeah, I see her becoming the president. President Harris, I'm up for it. I'm down well, for it. I loved her speech as well. I mean, she had such a infectious smile, and she just seemed so. Um, like kind of illuminating. Is that the right word? No. Yeah. She just did you watch like that? Sh- did you watch? Did, did you watch Saturday Night Live? I watched it this morning. She um, because no, Maya Rudolph it? does her. When Maya Rudolph does oh, her, oh, and she Jim Carrey does Biden. And she said, and Maya Rudolph goes for every little brown girl out there who's looking at her mama and wondering why she's crying. It's because she's drunk. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're wondering why she's laughing. It's because she's drunk. <laughs> um, um, so, but yes, I like. I think she. I mean, she's inspira- I mean, she's inspirational. She. Um, she should. I mean, the, the problem is. I mean, Americans. I mean, it's even women. And um, in America, they wouldn't vote for a female president. And that was one of. I mean, even though a lot of people had a lot of problems with Hillary, that was one of them. It's because she's got titties and a V. Um, so I think Hillary didn't that have basically, that much titties. In fairness, in her defence. <laughs> <laughs> she just <laughs> no I'm just going to be rude about her boobs for some stupid reason um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah I mean she, she, but she's young and she's virulent and you and you, you trust what she's saying and yeah and, and that's why she didn't get the nomination because of you know because of her gender and maybe her colour who knows but um, at least she got there in the end she's, fuck, she's the first female vice president that they've ever had I know, and I'm very excited to see what she does. But people are saying she's a lot more of a socialist than Joe Biden. So if she does end up taking over, then it's kind of like uh, people are calling her a Trojan horse, aren't they? Not because of the length of her face, but because she's what they don't realise is that they um, what they when they when they're talking about socialism, they're talking about um, democratic socialism. So that's like Bernie Sanders, and it's like um, AOC as well. That is not. I mean, they they have some radical ideas, but they're not talking. That's not that people confuse the two and they think it's like socialism socialism like fucking cuba that's what um that but they're two different things and that's what that's what trump was trying to scare people that's why they got, he got like quite a lot of the latino vote um because
because he was saying about the socialism, but that isn't the socialism that, that they don't know what they're talking about. Sam, did you see um, Bernie Sanders' prediction of what was going to happen, which kind of went viral? Oh my God, yes. It was eerily it was... accurate. That man knows what he's talking about. Jesus Christ. I'm going to ask him exactly... for the lottery numbers when I next see him in Old Maybe, he's, ma- Street. <laughs> Maybe he's married to Mystic Meg. Oh, God, I'd watch that sex tape. Um, <laughs> so would I. Megan Burney going at it strong. Watching her getting mystic pegged. Um, do you know what pegging is? <laughs> pegging? No. So pegging is when... Have you never seen Broad City? No. So pegging is when a woman fucks a guy in the ass, but she wears a strap on because she doesn't oh, okay. have a dick. Uh, so it's quite oh, popular right, yeah. among straight couples. I mean, it's not really necessary for, for gay men to be doing it as we have the tools to do it but that's just called sex sex that's the word it was on the tip of my tongue for once (laughs) um so we have a few questions i opened up the floor i mean we were going to kind of do a lockdown episode today but it's turning into more of an election episode because all the questions were kind of um election adjacent that's what people are talking Mm -hmm. about um so we had a question from toby he said it's looking increasingly likely that Trump will have to be unceremoniously thrown out of the White House. What is the most mortifying reason you guys have been thrown out of an event or establishment? <laughs> God, the last time that happened was uh, less a few than a month ago. ago. Yeah, I think we <laughs> yeah. talked about that, didn't we? But we had to be vague for legal reasons. Um, I've, got a, I've got a good one on, there on that front. Ooh, give, um, it, give it to us. So one, I'll, I'll give it to you, all right? I'll peg you good! Um, <laughs> I got, so... A year years ago, when I first started, I mean, I was so I was doing music industry before, and then I got into journalism, and then I was so basically I was going to showbiz parties, and I didn't really know what I was supposed to be doing. Um, like you know, get get there, get lines. They kept telling me get lines and stories, and I was like, oh, I'll get, I'll get okay. some lines. <laughs> yeah, where's that bag of brown? <laughs> I need that bag of brown. So I um, yes, yeah, so I went to this um, I went to this party, and it was um. It was Kate. Oh no, Ke- Kevin Spacey was having a party. That's what it was. Oh, it was it in was a palace? At, I was there. It was in um, somewhere really fancy. He was having a dinner, and Kate Bitch, Moss was there I was as well. There. Were oh, you no. there as well? No, well Kate Moss wasn't at the one I was at. But I once went to a party with Kate, Kevin Spacey, and it was in a palace, and everyone was in tuxedo apart from me, and I was in a checkered shirt. And I was mortified. He didn't even no, fucking grope me. Th- this wasn't. This wasn't that. This wasn't that. So okay. um, I, I basically went up to him at some point and um, I asked him, and I, I was really. Am pissed I too by old the time. for you, Kevin? I was really, yeah. I was really pissed by the time I got there. I said, I said, oh well, you're one of us, though, aren't you? You're one of, you're one of our <gasps> lot. Oh my and god! The, and the PR heard me, and I got thrown out. And then, um, and then, because I was so pissed, apparently the the PR told my flatmate at the time that apparently I, I, I stood on the doorstep of where I've just been thrown out, voguing for the next fifteen minutes, and then I left. <laughs> oh, what a way to go out! You might as well vogue out if you're going to be thrown out. Thanks, babes. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, about and, you? And to you think, must have been out to of think, you. these days you would be more welcome in that party than Kevin Spacey. How the tables have turned. The irony. <laughs> um. Well, my worst one I'm not going to share because it is actually too bad. I'll tell you off air. So <laughs> I was at Isle of Wight Festival. I probably shouldn't tell this story because... Um, we waited We waited for this story longer than we waited for the election results. <laughs> I was counting the memories. We had to do a recount in Georgia. It was the, it was the Isle of Wight Festival. And, oh, God. Um, 
me and I was there with two friends and we were there as press. So we got to be in Isle of Wight has one of the best uh, VIP bars if you're press because the stage actually over the room, um, what you call it, the guest area overlooks the main stage. So you well, can kind of days. watch the headliners and nip into the bar, get free drinks, free food and mingle with the uh, Those days are over, I'm telling you. I'm telling so you they're over. We had drunk too much, and then there was like a separate VIP area that we weren't allowed in that was Ronan Keating's. But we managed mm. to convince them that we were friends of Ronan Keating's. And they were like, I was so drunk, and they were like, So are you like a new friend of Ronan or like an old friend? I was like, I'm kind of like a, I'm kind of like a more of an old friend from like uh, back in the day. And it was just like turning Irish <laughs> during the conversation. I was like, I'm the ghost of Stephen Gately, let me in. Uh, so we got in the party, and they. My name's Sarah. It's Sarah Keating. Let me in. And I'm, a, I'm a long lost. I'm a long lost granddaughter. <laughs> Uh, but eventually the PR's tired of our shtick and they were like you've already got free drink and food why are you trying to get into other areas and we're like we don't know really we just wanted to we want to be everywhere eventually they kind of ushered us off and they kind of uh, hadn't thrown us out the festival they'd just thrown us out the guest area but it was kind of closing up area anyway so we decided well I think I decided to kind of worm our way into the backstage area of the festival where all the um, these artist rooms were, the dressing rooms. Mm. And we'd managed to find ourselves in Ella Eyre's dressing room and it was completely empty and she had all her alcohol and her rider was in the dressing room, but there was no one there. So we went But it's in. not long ago if Ella Eyre was there. Yeah, she was relevant. So this was some time ago. Yeah. That It was during that 10 minutes of a year <laughs> when she was relevant. Um, and we went into the room and we started drinking all the alcohol um, and then we, someone was banging on the door and we were like, shit, we're busted. So we put all the alcohol from the rider in our friend's bag. Um, I, am I going to end up in court with this? In the bag. <laughs> and then we opened the door and they was like, what the hell are you doing here? And they're like, oh shit, this isn't my dressing room. And we were like, oh, sorry, we're rudimental. We're meant to be somewhere else. I'm like, no one, <laughs> no one knows what rudimental looks like. So we wandered out and we had all this alcohol like, clinking on the way as if we were the Tin Man. We managed to get out of that area. You were but, Dorothy, babes. Don't but, admit it. <laughs> <laughs> there is no place like Homo. And then we were walking out of the building and then suddenly, this is like midnight, all the staff come out a bit like zombies in a Dawn of the Dead film and uh, they've realised that we've got the alcohol so we make a run for it and they chase us in the dead of night oh. through the festival and it honestly was like an Indiana Jones film because we went up to the festival gates to leave the festival because we weren't staying on site we were staying in a hotel outside so we were like we just need to escape but they closed the gates of the festival and we were trying to get through before it closed and like do it were, were they closing it because of you? Yeah they closed the gates of the festival they were like close the, close the West Wing gates and They're the, turning away! And they closed before over we a, got over through. Over a couple of frigging cans of warm beer. No, it was bottles of uh, spirit. It was like Southern Comfort oh. and Spiced oh, Rum. Shit. It was some good shit. Oh. And <laughs> so we were like banging at the bars like, ah, let's out! Like caged monkeys. And then they caught us. They took the alcohol back. We were just there with our hands held in shape. And then they cut our wristbands off, which were VIP. Oh. Oh so we, we left the festival, hangs heading in sh- uh, heads hanging in shame. Um, hung and um, we <laughs> went back to the hotel and then the worst part was the next day we had the audacity to go back to the piazza and be like excuse me we lost our wristbands can we get new ones and they were like come with us we'll get you your new wristbands the next day they took us to a little bus in the middle of the festival where the heads of the festival came in and basically were like 
we've reviewed the security footage. We literally were going to phone the police on this. And they, like, screamed at us, shouted at us, made us, like, cry. And um, we you were cry? banished. We Did were you ba- really cry? I had to fake a few tears because at the time they were going to go to my editor because I worked at a newspaper at the time and say what we'd done. So I had oh, to show God. remorse, which worked because they didn't go to the editor. And... Um, yeah, we were read for filth and then banned from the festival uh, for, for, for the foreseeable future. We could still go to the festival. We were never allowed back in the guest area. And we were oh never invited God. back into Ella Air's dressing room. Shocking. <laughs> you weren't invited in the first place. She wasn't invited back to the festival either, which I think is a separate <laughs> issue. <laughs> That's re- I think I'd, I'd never heard that tale in its full, in its entirety, but... Um, yeah, that's pretty bad. So when they were shouting at you, were they, um, what sort of thing were they saying? Were they, were they saying they're going to call the police? Yeah, they said what you did was illegal. It was theft. I, they said, in 30 years of this festival or however long it was, we've never had behaviour like this. I was like, come on, please. You've had Kate Moss here. You've had like people doing Bag of Brown in the festival. There's people like exactly. stabbing yeah, people. people. Do you really think me stealing have... a bottle of rum from LRS dressing room is the worst thing you've seen in 30 years? It's time to open your eyes and smell the coffee. it's wake up and smell the coffee not open your eyes and smell the coffee (laughs) you're right you are right you don't you don't you don't don't smell coffee with your eyes um but first but secondly i think maybe it was kalua that you were stealing but i do think however kalua harris the vice president (laughs) (laughs) but i do think that um Yeah, that's a ridiculous thing to say. They have stabbings at every single festival. They have a lot literally of which people by me have, as well. They have people selling bags of brown like it's going out of fash, and they have um, you know, and like and, and people you know steal like cars and wallets and you know serious stuff. Not a couple of freebies from Ella Air's dressing room. So that is bullshit. And, you and should, Ella Air I mean, doesn't even drink. And at the end of the day, press that things like that, you tend to get free alcohol. So we just thought it was an extension mm. of that. We didn't really think of it as like stealing. I think they were way over the other, top. Other than, other, than, other than the running through the festival, running, running away sort of confirms your guilt. Listen, bitch, I was just trying to get my steps up. So <laughs> kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> just because I'm out for a midnight jog with a bit of rum doesn't mean I'm on the run. Oh, back to Kevin Spacey again. <laughs> we have another question. Um, it's from Rubella Vaccine. And this one is uh, very political. I would ask both of you, what are your thoughts on the young Joe Biden? And Rubella means this in terms of sexually. Oh, he's very political. He's hottie. Have you seen the pictures? I only saw them when Rubella sent them through. He was really hot. I thought it, at first they were sending pictures of his dead son, Bo. But no, it's Joe. Um, Joe, yeah, not Bo. It's not Bo Joe. No, no, no. You know he's the he's the leader of our country. Um, I think oh, he's that not hot. He not, not is, then, not now, not ever, not ever. In fact, he looks he looks better now than the pig dog he looked like when he was younger. I think that he looked <laughs> he did look really. He's just got. But the thing is, you can tell it about him now because he's got that sort of bone structure. Um, that it looks he looks like he was good looking when he was younger, and he's just got that. All American, tall, sort of handsome. I mean, it was all very, you know, call me by your name sort of thing. You can see, well, he's I a can lot see more... well, You can see him fucking a peach then. Um, <laughs> he can fuck my peach. <laughs> Impeach him. A whole new meaning. Well, um, <laughs> Impeach I... me. <laughs> I actually, when I watched his speech, thought it was a lot more charismatic than I'd thought he was earlier. I actually thought he was a bit of a non-entity, which I was mm. thought would be refreshing after Trump. But actually, given that speech, he was quite rousing. And no, I didn't say arousing. I said rousing. Um, he's, but- always been, he's always been quite... I mean, he's been quite boring. He's just, he seems, like, sweet, but um, 
but just a bit just a bit dull but I, but like he is the polar opposite obviously of Donald Trump and that is what people want and that's what they need absolutely and I actually I think he looks hot when he was young but I also think mm. he looks hot now because I like an older man and would you that's give JB a BJ octogenarian is a little bit too old for me I'm afraid sorry <laughs> he's not got eight legs don't believe everything you read that's crazy <laughs> that- <laughs> Oh dear! Um, <laughs> like Octo Mom, I just think <laughs> um, basically we what he said. Definitely tentacles coming out of mine. Um, I definitely think that they just what he did say was, you know, you're not going to hear from me as much. You're not. I'm not tweeting. I'm not going to tweet every day. He's and on like Snapchat, that, I believe. Well, people, well, people. Yeah, TikTok. He's just doing a couple of. He's just doing a couple of dance dances with his peaches. Sounds cool. That sounds like a um, a Kevin Costner film. I think that he is basically just going to Texas not peaches. <laughs> he's not going to tweet every day. He's just going to tweet when it's necessary and and then just leave it. Do you know what I mean? Because people are sick of all of that. I mean, like I don't. God, imagine if like every day we were waiting for Boris Johnson to tweet something else crazy and just like worrying about it. It's always at the back of your mind. It gives you anxiety. I'm not surprised that they they don't want that anymore. Is true. Can I quickly ask you, if you had to have sex with any British Prime Minister, who would you choose? Theresa May. <laughs> well, um, you no, are, you I are had into to... masculine people, so I guess you would choose <laughs> Theresa May. Um, I think if I really had to choose, uh, <laughs> it would just, it'd probably have to be um, David Cameron, wouldn't it? I think I would also choose um, David Cameron. I mean, it's it's slim pickings. Uh, the The ideal answer would be none, but... David Cameron, yeah. I guess, is not the well, it's not going to be Gordon Brown, is it? What, one eye looking for your hole, one eye looking at your hole? <laughs> Go- Gordon Bagger Brown. <laughs> <laughs> right, we have one last question. Should we do that one and then sign off? <laughs> yes. This question's from Sarah. It says, with COVID slash lockdown and the election news... Everything's been a bit depressing lately. That's what we were just saying. Uh, so what have you guys used as your kind of escapism? Non-stop masturbation until it, until blood came out. So I mean something new, Sam, not something that's part of your regular routine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, true that wanking you... is good for lockdown. It is. It really... And I'm, I'm, and I'm joking anyway. I've, do you know what it has been for me? It has been... Uh, music i mean we had we had Dua's new album in the first lockdown kylie's new album in the second lockdown and it is a stonker and um it's just you know i've listened to a lot of you know music late at night i think when i'm listening to listening on my headphones if i had like a a couple of couple of bottles of kylie on the go and that's it really it's um well just, uh, yeah m- music a lot Apparently there's a there's a chart battle. Well, not apparently there is. So it's Kylie versus Little Mix for number one this week, and apparently it's quite a tight race. Another tight um, n- coming down to a knife edge. And apparently Kylie was ahead, and then Little Mix uh, been accused of like doing some uh, tactics to try and get the number one spot. Have you heard about this? No way. I know I haven't heard of that. Those little bitches. If they take away Kylie's fifty two for fuck's sake, leave and let her have one. Kylie she, deserves you know, that number one. These songs are really good. Uh, this late really in your career to be hitting it out the park like this. Yeah. I salute her. Exactly. Me too. Salute. That's a that's a little big song. It's a, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> you're a wolf in sheep's clothing. You're a, you're a, you're a, you're a, you're a Troy a horse Troy. What's it called? Hung like a Trojan, Trojan horse. horse. <laughs> um, um, no. Oh shit! Yeah, basically, if she gets number one, Kylie, it means she'll have had um, a number one every decade for the last four decades. 
Apologies for the abrupt end here. Um, Zoom ended our call after 40 minutes very rudely, just while we were mid-flow. Although we were coming to our climax anyway, so I hope you enjoyed our huge throbbing election special. And as ever, we'll be back next Monday. And thank you for listening to United Queendom Podcast. See you then. Thanks so much, guys. And see you next week.